0: Wild times for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. This one, maybe we didn't see coming, which is a quarterback controversy, Perloff, in the short term and potentially in the long term as well. So what's going on with the Steelers is that they need a win over the Ravens and a little bit more help to make it into the AFC Wild Card, right? They're playing the Baltimore Ravens, 4.30 Eastern start. Baltimore doesn't have to do anything. They don't have to play anybody. They might rest everybody. And this is a very winnable game for Pittsburgh. Sure. So Mason Rudolph is going to be starting this game. He has started the last two games. They've won both games. Everyone's been happy on the offense. It feels like the team has been reinvigorated. But now, Kenny Pickett, the original starter and first-round draft pick, is healthy. So he's going to back up Mason Rudolph Mm. in this game. Now, Pickett had to deny a rumor and a report from a local radio station in Pittsburgh that he had refused to suit up last week because he was going to be a backup to Mason Rudolph. He said that is not true. In fact, he was not medically cleared. Let's hear from Pick.
1: I saw reports out there that I felt like we're attacking you know, my character and how I am as a person, not even getting into a player standpoint of it. Um, there was no talk of me being a backup quarterback this week in terms of being a two. Um, if I was healthy enough to play and the trainers and coaches felt like I looked good enough to play, I was going to start and play. Um, if they believed that I was not, which they believed I was not, I was not going to dress and suit up for the game. Um, so whoever reported that, I don't know where it started.
0: Okay, so Pickett having basically to defend his character, which it was kind of a, a slight at his character. Like, oh, here I oh, am, yeah. this diva that I don't want, you know, I, how dare I be a backup?
1: Yeah, but again, I, I keep getting back to this. I listened to the clip three times yesterday to figure this out. So he was going to start last week. He made that very clear, but now he's not going to start.
0: Because Mason Rudolph, I think, won that game in Seattle. It's a big win, and maybe they're going to ride the hot hand and give Pickett a little bit more time to heal. But But
1: if he's healthy, he should be dressed in in a uniform and playing football.
0: And here lies Mm. the potential Mm -hmm. controversy, because what do you do now? What are the Steelers? What's the long game and the short game here with this decision? The short game, I guess, is ride Mason Rudolph, try to make it to the postseason. Makes
1: perfect sense. And honestly, they'd be crazy if they went to a rusty Pickett right now.
0: What's the long game here, though?
1: You know, I heard some people say this week, oh, that, you know, Pickett's done. Two years, did not figure it out. They're not going to Rudolph as a starter next year. I think they go into camp and they say, Pickett, Rudolph, you guys battle it out. They're going to draft number 19 or 18 uh, because they'll probably just miss the playoffs, 10 wins. So where are they getting this quarterback that's not Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph? So these are their guys. I I think the long game is... You know, they're not a forward thinking offensive team. I think they're going to go into it with Pickett and Rudolph and hope one of them works out.
0: Okay, but that scenario basically paints what has become one of the worst nightmares for Steelers fans, which is you do just enough. And it's this sort of repeating mediocrity. Where you don't have a great quarterback, there's no Big Ben coming right now to elevate. Instead, you're going to roll with Pickett or Mason Rudolph. And let's be honest about Rudolph: for as good as it's looked now, he's going up against in Cincinnati backup quarterback, uh, and also like backup quarterbacks generally get figured out. And I guess maybe not Gardner Minshew, but you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's there's a reason why he was the third string guy. And that might have been a mistake, but there's a reason why he was the third string. So instead, you're going to have Kenny Pickett going into season three, new offensive coordinator, or Mason Rudolph. Like, if I'm a Steeler fan, I mean, what the hell? That That is not awesome. Tell, me,
1: tell me some other option. Maybe, Maybe
0: you go in the free agent market. I know that is not generally what the Steelers— They haven't had to do something like this in a while, but maybe you are looking at, you know, can I make a play for Kirk Cousins? Can I make a play for uh, Russell Wilson? Can uh, I do something like that? As opposed to going in with Pickett and Mason Rudolph.
1: Yeah. I mean, talking about just good enough, bringing in Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins is the poster boy for just good enough. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, is that is Kirk Cousins, a quarterback who's taking you over the hump.
0: I'm I've been told that Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott are the same quarterback. And I always thought that sounded like BS, but you look at the numbers and they actually are similar. We, we believe Dak is elite and wasn't the MVP conversation. I,
1: I, first of all, I think Kirk's going back to Minnesota and I, I think Kirk would have had a great opportunity to do something this year because the if she's gotten so bad. I, I do. Th- I understand what you're saying about just good enough, but this year, this year they thought they had the formula figured out. They thought that Kenny Pickett was the elite guy. Like many people, I was fooled by preseason. He's a first round pick. Like, if you look big picture, they kind of did everything right. Their quarterback got old. They took a quarterback in the first round. They have a great team around them on a rookie deal. This is how you win a Super Bowl. It just doesn't – they had the wrong offensive coach for Pickett. And then they had the wrong backup. They were 7-4. and I'm telling you, this could have been the year. They're not that far behind Baltimore. I mean, they beat Baltimore fair and square early in the season. Their defense is elite, like Cleveland's defense. This could have been the year that they broke out of this. But Mike Tomlin was so pig-headed about Matt Canada that he blew the first part of the year with that. And then he went to the wrong backup. So I I understand what Steelers fans are saying about, hey, we're in limbo. We're always going to be this average team. But this year could have been different. Okay, so, but
0: now now let's think about it. Let's yeah. say Mason Rudolph, let's play this out in a couple different scenarios. Let's say Mason Rudolph, they do make the playoffs. Yeah. Let's say they win a game. Let's say now you got Mason Rudolph.
1: He's the starter next year.
0: And what are you doing with Pickett? You're leaving him back there? He's the backup. Ah, uh, that just feels, ma- that's that's the definition of you got two quarterbacks, you don't have one.
1: They're not making the
0: playoffs. They might. They're going to beat the Ravens. All you need is Jacksonville to lose to Tennessee, and you need Buffalo to lose to Miami. Those All two is, things could happen.
1: Oh my gosh! If you if Jacksonville can't beat Tennessee, they should fold that entire franchise. Will <laughs> Evans serves one purpose back there, and that's to get thrown down is he by even defensive playing? line.
0: Got knocked out of the game last week was Tannehill. If he
2: does, he just sits. Oh, right. It, it, actually, I think it's it could be either right now. Yeah, they said if Tannehill, if, if Levis is not healthy, it will be Tannehill. That was variable yesterday.
0: I mean, listen, this is like I'm, last dance here for Tannehill and Derrick Henry. So
2: there's Alex.
1: Have you guys been reading the rumors? that Rabel is all of a sudden on the hot seat.
0: Let's not get distracted by what's going on with Tennessee. This well, is no, a Pittsburgh Steelers conversation. The, okay, because You've you're been, in limbo again next year.
1: They're not. My point was, they're not getting a playoff game. J- Jacksonville's not going to lose this game, and the Buffalo is definitely not going to lose to the beat up Dolphins. So you're sitting at ten and seven. I just don't think you have any other options. Maybe Russell Wilson, but that's again.
0: I said Russell just, Wilson, Kirk Cousins. I mean, at least you're giving somebody mm. with a little bit of listen. Or maybe is Mason Rudolph the next you know great breakout story here of a guy who was overlooked as a late bloomer yeah, or whatever you want to say?
1: Geno Smith. I mean, maybe he's the next Geno Smith.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing, right? Like, Geno, I don't think they were, the Seahawks, to be honest, were expecting that at all. I think they were expecting to trade for Drew Locke and that he was going to come in and win the job. And to Geno's credit, he took the job, won it, they made the playoffs, and then he got a little contract extension, signed a very team-friendly deal. This, to me, doesn't doesn't reek of that. You know, this is Mason Rudolph who's been in the building and still been overlooked.
1: I mean, Mason Rudolph, let's face it, has a lot of, Kirk Cousins in him already. A third round pick, like Kirk Cousins' fourth round pick. Russ was a third round pick. It's possible. We've seen NFL renaissances by players like this. He was a good college football player. Uh, who's he dating, by the way? Doesn't he have a famous girlfriend?
0: I think he was dating someone in the media, but now I can't remember who it is.
1: Oh, I I think he was dating somebody or was really it a, famous. I uh, no, a tennis player. Uh, Eugene G- uh, Bouchard. Bouchard. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, who the, every, Canadian tennis yeah, player who yeah. is, yeah. you know.
0: She's an SI swimsuit model.
1: Yeah, also. I mean, that was. Great pull for Mason Rudolph. Can we just say that right now? <laughs> Great
0: pull. He's a quarterback in the NFL. He's an athlete, dating an athlete. That's not weird. Yeah,
1: but Jeannie Bouchard was... There are a lot of men who want to date Jeannie Bouchard. <laughs> let's put it that way. All right. uh, and Mason Rudolph, the Oklahoma State quarterback, pulling a Canadian women's tennis player. And this was one of the weirdest couples to me. And I don't think I'm alone on that. Anyway, uh, because of that reason, that reason alone, I have faith in Mason Rudolph. <laughs> I think he's to, underrated. I to just don't understand how one. they went with Trubisky. Mason Rudolph had been a backup... Uh, I understand. He's the guy with the Miles Garrett helmet thing. So, which, who knows what really happened there in the heat of battle. Anyway, I I think the the Steelers, I know the Steelers, they're definitely going to go with Rudolph and Pickett. I'd be shocked if they brought in Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins. No way.
0: In the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. T.M. Lee says Justin Fields.
1: Oh, my God. The receivers are already complaining. When Justin Fields doesn't throw <laughs> yeah. the ball and, and runs for nine yards, what is George Pickens going to do?
0: 855 212 cbs 855 So because you kind of foobarred the situation, maybe not starting Mason Rudolph earlier over Mitchell Trubisky, now you have him here setting up in a really big game, playoff berth on the line. And what does that mean for Pickett, who had this tightrope surgery, the surgery, that is specifically designed to be able to come back and play this season and now he's going to be the backup because Rudolph's got the hot hand, It is a that is a messy situation. And it makes you wonder, the selection of Kenny Pickett to begin with, and I know Pickett had a little of this like magic where at the end of the game somehow he could find a way to put together a good two-minute drill or whatever, but you wonder, was it just a little too close here?
1: You mean take a local guy like yeah, it's that. like Mike yeah. Tomlin, like hey, our, yeah. our, our
0: hey, it was right here the whole time. It was right under our nose in our in our building. It's like, well, was he or were you just seeing what you wanted to see uh, from a local guy?
1: I think you're playing Monday morning quarterback because I think Pickett was slotted in the first round. I mean, that was not a guy threw 42 touchdowns and seven picks his junior he year. He was a school
2: finalist. I yeah, know.
1: I mean, he was a baller in college. So I, I don't know. Did you say that when he was drafted?
0: Uh, I didn't, but again, this was a particularly bad quarterback draft where he was the only first-round pick in the draft.
1: Like, I don't well, know. who was this
0: competition? Who, you know, this was this was maybe just a year of duds. I don't know. You yeah, always I mean, told me his small hands were going to be a problem.
1: It's easy to say that that was a mistake now, but at the time it did not seem And in, in the preseason, it certainly didn't seem like that. Coming into this year, people were not down. On okay, Kenny but have you last not, year, have you
0: not learned that the preseason doesn't mean anything?
1: Well, it was also the end of last season. He showed that he had a knack for winning games in the fourth quarter. Honestly, now yes, Kenny Pickett was a mess. But then again, they were they were seven and four and driving. They got down to the five yard line, and Kenny Pickett gets hurt. They had Arizona and New England. Like, this could have worked out really well for Kenny Pickett this year. He could easily have 12 wins here, but it got hurt.
0: They were 7-4 and four with a negative point differential and negative yardage differential against, cr- against all their opponents. Like, that just showed you how not sustainable that was.
1: Except that it completely was, because they had these crazy backup quarterbacks. I mean, look, they... Look what they're doing now with Mason Rudolph. They they fired Matt Canada, so they improved. They had a good game against the Bengals. They had such an easy schedule, Maggie. It was just sitting there they for them. It. They lost to Arizona and New England in Pittsburgh. How does that happen?
0: Eight five five two one two four CBS. What should the future be for Kenny Pickett? I know we got a lot of Steelers fans in this audience, and how you really putting your faith in Mason Rudolph? Like you go into next year with a Mason Rudolph, Mitchell, uh, excuse me, a Mason Rudolph Kenny Pickett bake off. You are definition of two quarterbacks, not one. You are definition of, we didn't solve this problem.
1: <laughs> or, yeah, or you could say zero quarterbacks, <laughs> not admit, one. Either even way. better.
0: <laughs> even better. Eight five five two one two four cbs Maggie and Perloff uh, want to hear from you. You can also watch us on YouTube and Twitch. YouTube. Dot com slash cbssportsradio, twitch.tv slash CBS sports Radio. You want to know the easiest way to actually listen to the show? It's just telling your smart speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. It's so easy. We know we got a lot of smart speakers. Pete, you said you got one for Christmas, right?
1: Yes, I did. I'm going to hook it up today, and I will do the same thing.
0: There you go. Just tell your smart speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. Uh, got a lot more NFL to do. Also, a New Year's resolution gone wrong. So much on Maggie and Perloff. Don't move. We're back in a minute.
1: Looks like we have a mission for 2024. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie, I I see already that you have a major problem with something that everybody does every year. No one complains about it. They just do it and they move on. But I think you want to bring that to an end.
0: No, I'm so happy that finally the tide is starting to turn here in my favor because I've always thought that New Year's resolutions were not stupid. If you like that, I'm not going to yuck your yums, go ahead. But I always thought they were ridiculous because what ends up happening generally, right? You make these resolutions, these big sweeping things that you want to change about yourself. And humans really aren't like that. You know, you got to do things kind of in more baby steps and moderation. So what happens? Oftentimes people just give up on these resolutions in real short order. Like, yeah, I'm never going to eat chocolate ever again. And, like, by February, you're sh- shoving the Valentine's Day candy down your throat. Yeah,
1: this is, but that's not new. That's Everyone knows New Year's resolutions don't work.
0: Okay, but we keep doing them. Of and course. finally, there's now, like, some research that says these aren't really even good for you anyway. Like, I was reading this in Peter King's column that a neuropsychologist wrote in the Wall Street Journal that resolutions aren't really a good idea. And, in fact, like... If you start saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to overdo this, I'm going to eat right, I'm going to keep my house cleaner, I'm going to catch up with people I, I haven't seen, I'm going to work harder, I'm going to do all these things. You end up going into this dark side where you don't get any of this stuff uh, done and it just creates more stress and anxiety. And I love it because New Year's resolutions to me never made sense. This doesn't feel like the start of a new year. The fall and the spring start feel more like New Year's and times of change. Spring is like rebirth. Fall is like harvest, if you want to go back to, like, uh, agrarian times. This is just some random time in the middle of the winter. Just keep living your life, people.
1: Can I offer an alternative view? Sure. Maybe just chill out and order a salad for two weeks like everybody <laughs> else and move on with your day, Maggie. I don't know why you have to be on this mission again. Or quote a neuroscientist in Wall Street Journal. Who cares? We all know it's New Year's resolutions Anybody who's putting real pressure on themselves because a New Year's resolution is a crazy person.
0: Well, I think people do. And then if you end up failing at that resolution, it's like you're starting off this new year with an L.
1: Have you have you ever met anyone who was bothered with big picture by not hitting their New Year's resolution? Everyone, <laughs> Yes, go to the gym right now, and you're going to wait eight minutes to get on a piece of equipment because everyone's there, <laughs> right. but in three weeks it'll be empty. That's just the way the world works. How can you get all stressed out? Oh my gosh. I said that I was going to go vegan and you know, I ate a hamburger in February. So what?
0: Well, that's but see. So it's not worth the paper it's printed on then, or it's of not course worth not, But it
1: never has been,
0: <laughs> but uh, maybe finally now we can pull back the curtain and say, guys, this is all BS. Anyway, you got. It's got to be lifestyle changes. Got to be everything in moderation, and that's just the more like healthy way to approach yeah, it. Good as luck a, with that, as opposed plan. to these like wild extreme resolutions. Do you know
1: anybody? Everything's got to be in moderation. Let's go to the Mediterranean diet or whatever. Do you know anybody who succeeds in that way? Either? <laughs> does it, nobody does anything in moderation.
0: Well, that's but that's a better. It's like small baby stuff. Life, lifestyle changes. Not all of a sudden. All right, I'm going to cut out all bread. You know, or whatever.
1: Um, yeah, but it
0: and that's just that nobody's
1: that's just nobody's the, doing either. Nobody improves their lives. There's it's
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wow. all these resolutions,
1: yeah, of course, I think it was common knowledge that New Year's resolutions did not work. But I think it's comforting to fool yourself. and i I disagree with it. I understand what you're saying about the fall being the new year. But there is something about January first. the last week, a lot of people have some downtime to think about it. You kind of reflect on the year that just passed, and you think about, wait, what do I want to do different this year? Forget? the eating stuff. Yeah, it,
0: that's one part of it.
1: Yeah, I I think I'll, you know, I think it's good to say, hey, you know, where as personality-wise and character-wise, could I improve myself? Could I be more altruistic? Should I take more risk? Could I do this? I think it's good to to slow down and look big picture at your life. Okay. I think that is a noble aspiration.
0: That is that is true. But like, why does it have to be this particular date? It's like this is generally kind is of it's arbitrary.
1: One, well, it's one one. It's January first. Okay, you're you're right. We should make it May fourteenth. What what
0: are you talking <laughs> about? my ar- birthday, I it's the it.
1: opposite of arbitrary. I, it's I, it's one one.
0: I think that the the way that this feels like it should work in the universe is like everywhere, spring is like a rebirth. And that, to me, would make more sense as a beginning of the year or a time to make resolutions. I'm not going to try to switch the calendar on everyone, but maybe that's the time we we're like, all right. And maybe it's because I live in the Northeast and we have the four seasons and spring really does feel like a reawakening because it's been winter and then it gets warm.
2: But be real, Maggie, if you're trying to, quote unquote, improve your life, is that going to happen as you're going straight into a hot girl, a hot boy summer? Yeah. Not happening.
0: That's got. I've got way more motivation if I've got a bathing suit that I've got to get into in six weeks. Nope. Again, if you live in oh, California... Oh, you're talking about
2: the weight thing. I'm talking about, oh, I want to, you know, I'm going to stop drinking. Oh. I'm going to stop, you know, <laughs> just hooking up with random folks. You think that's going to happen Is we're going right to the beach on July 4th or Memorial Day? And you're seeing... The fine honeys in the you know in the in the sundresses or the, the fellas looking you know buff and whatever yeah. you think that's gonna stop people? Come on. Not my that's
0: summer. what I that's what I need. That's what I need the reminder.
2: But at the middle of
0: January when everyone's all buttoned up.
1: Uh so everyone goes to the gym the first two weeks of January, but then come May, everyone's in the gym anyway. You don't need that resolution because you know the summer's coming up and everyone's working out and getting fit for whatever you're calling hot, it. Hot
2: Hot Boy, hot girl summer. Yeah, hot boy, hot girl summer. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I just think, give me a date then. When do you want these resolutions to start? How and about I will... like,
0: well, April 15th is spring already sucks, taken.
1: by the way. I, I, there's nothing worse than the spring. spring Especially rocks. because of... <sighs> I, oh, spring is awful. First of all, winter, because I, I hate this, global warming has pushed winter into March for some reason. That's like true. it hasn't even started yet. So now it's like kind of crappy out. It's muddy. It rains. It's windy. I don't like anything about the spring. I, like, but you're going... I go fall one, summer two... Winter three, spring
2: four.
0: Okay, but the spring, at least there's, like, light at the end of the tunnel. Like, you know that when you're coming out of it, it's going to be warm. It's not going to be cold again.
2: Yeah, you get to, to see some more sunlight. You're not Wait, having so sunsets
1: you, at 4.30. Savings? Do your season ranking, then.
0: Summer one, fall two, spring three. Actually, summer one, spring two, fall three. Wait, well, now we don't. Ah, it falls be, really hard. know. are just trying to be different. Okay. Summer one, fall two. Spring three, winter four. And winter a distant four.
2: Keep the keep the warm seasons at one and two. Do whatever you want with fall and winter. I'm fine. You can I mean I would probably put fall at three just because you start college football at least. It is not unbearably cold in the northeast, yeah. but Winter, I mean, yeah, it's give me a, yeah, it's awful. It's it's one good week. You have your holiday, your or two weeks maybe, you know, your holiday weeks, your Hanukkah, your Kwantas, your Merry Christmases, and then you get to New Year, and then it's just misery for three months.
0: Well, and then you're also got these resolutions to bring a full circle right. that and you've <laughs> made that you're not keeping.
2: And that's, and it's, it's painful. If you are trying to keep them, if you are saying, okay, I'm not going to eat any bread or I'm going to lose 20 pounds, you're killing yourself for the next three months of that winter period after the holidays. Get winter out of here. Gosh, you guys, first of all, everything you
1: said is disqualified. Not loving fall is the most un-American thing I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 like, Pumpkin spice here. latte? Again, Bowl you're just overrated. trying to be different. There's no way fall is not number one.
0: Fall is pretty... It's it, pretty it, I understand
1: <laughs> it's summer. It's summer awesome, starts. But, but yeah. fall shouldn't even be in this. Fall is so awesome and shouldn't even be in these, right? It's almost like... It should be the number one seed to get to buy. It's so much better <laughs> than every other seed. I'm n
2: I am not a parent, but you guys are. You guys are parents. Yeah. You enjoy the fall. Where yes. now you have your, you don't have your, have, your kid now is
0: in school. In school, yes, amazing. Right. Someone else is watching them from the hours of nine to three thirty. But you this gotta get is them ready. and it's
2: free. Yeah, but you got to get them ready every day, and then Fine. you got to deal with whatever they're doing <laughs> in the house when they come back. Like you. You actually best. prefer them hey. back in school?
1: Get in the car. Let's yep. go. Wow. Foliage and football. Just wait, EJ. Who cares about the kids? You have foliage and football. Everyone comes back for the summer. and Feels it's a more huge like the party. start of a new year. September is then the January greatest 1st. month of all time. You have all the sports going at once. I don't okay. know. Spring is terrible. Spring you end up watching. Like, oh, spring
2: you got March NBA Madness. playoffs, March Madness, hockey playoffs getting going, NFL Draft. Oh, yeah, that's so April much better the, than week four of the, the NFL, like setting your fantasy lineup. Get out week of here. Week four of the NFL season? What are you talking about?
1: Uh, every, oh, my God. Week four Except of the NFL September season. September and October are sports heaven.
2: March, April, May are the worst. April, you have literally every sport combining. Baseball starts. NFL draft. We're talking about all these players every day. You're still talking college football because you're talking the NFL draft. You got the NBA playoffs getting going. Now people care about basketball. You got March Madness. You got the Masters. M- Masters. Like,
0: it's good, it's good it's time. It's
2: awesome. I mean, my birthday's in April, so I, I live in this time. And I'm like, as a sports fan, I was like, this is the best time ever. Like, I don't know how many times I've had NBA playoff games on my birthday or the draft of my birthday. That's going to be fun. That is so sad. All right, who EJ, wants to EJ, share their like resolutions? You like that better than the football season is
1: I don't even know for friends anymore.
0: He's <laughs> not taking you to San Antonio. A
1: random week in the NFL, it's 18 of them.
0: Who made a resolution yeah, this year? Yeah,
1: they're the 18 best weeks of the year.
0: <laughs> no one wants to answer my question. Uh, who made a resolution? Not me. Bogus, you don't seem like a resolution guy. Blotty, I'm no. not seeing it from you either. Nope. I
2: I'm I'm don't call, them, I don't me, call them resolutions. I usually say like goals-ish.
0: Goals-ish, okay. Yeah. Perloff, that's going to be a hard no for you.
1: I'm more of a day at a time kind
0: of guy. Hour
2: at
1: a
3: time. Uh,
0: Bogus is here with headlines. He's more of a headline at a time guy. Uh, guys,
3: no, we know about Pete's tattoos. Who else in the room has yeah. one? Nobody? Anybody? <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, so we're all trailing Raven superfan Nick Cullison, not to be confused with former Kansas big man Nick Cullison. Oh, yeah. Cullison gets a new tattoo after every Baltimore Raven win. I posted it on social media. I started
1: getting phone calls from the radio stations in Baltimore, and the biggest question was, are you going to do this until they win a Super Bowl? That's a tattoo every week. Like, that's a lot of work, you know? And I was like, we're doing this. It's game time. We're
3: doing this. Wow. And <laughs> you doing this for three seasons. So Cullison's on 30 tattoos, and apparently there's no end in sight.
1: This could be a 20-year trend. Nobody knows. I'm already three years in. And i not continue to do it until we win it.
3: Uh, those two clips the way, courtesy of ESPN.
0: I mean, you've got uh, maybe the two-time MVP in a couple weeks. You're going to be double-digit wins for a long time, man.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you better pick an end date. You better say Super Bowl this year and I'm out. Give yourself a way to escape.
0: How, how many, how much, you don't have enough surface area. How big is this guy? He's going to run out of skin.
3: And his wife does it, so I'm at least he's. I'm assuming he's saving on transportation and actual tattoo cost. If the missus is just pulling up a kitchen chair and <laughs> adding it
0: on. All right, come on over here. Yeah. Bend over.
3: But that's a lot. I don't want one tattoo, and he has thirty. Just about the Ravens.
0: What else could he possibly have? Is there like a Orioles thing in here?
2: I hope
3: not.
0: Maryland terrapins. I mean, <laughs> I mean
2: really... the, the, the commitment was a little, a little alarming to me.
0: Uh, Twenty, think? He's
2: like, it's going to be 20 years we could do this.
0: Also, I mean, that's a tough Monday. I mean, I know people love tattoos, but like they also hurt, no? Like they're not pleasant to get even if you love them. Right. Right. So like every Monday after they win, like, congrats, you beat the Ravens. Or you beat yeah. the Browns. And it's just like, oh, man. But I tattoo
1: people don't this. seem to mind that pain. I don't think that's a downside.
0: I think they do, right? I think they just mm. suck it up.
1: They suck it up, but obviously the fact that they're covered in tattoos means they're okay.
0: Yeah, right. And I don't over. think they
1: admit that the pain bothers them. I think there's sort of a code.
0: Okay, but there's other, <laughs> uh, listen, as the only woman in the room, I got to say, there are pain threshold things that I have to go through, and I oh, still do again. it. No, not I the, not the childbirth. <laughs> not that. that.
1: <laughs> oh, there's other yeah. more frequent things
0: that I have to do that are very painful. I still do it, but it's painful. I don't enjoy it.
1: Does uh, <laughs> so anyone have any idea what she's referring uh, to? I have some guesses, but yeah, maybe <laughs> not for this show. It for, uh, wait,
2: for
3: you. Sh- oh, maybe I'll tell you five that, on the podcast they, later.
0: They, they did, a, they did a scene about it in the 40-year-old version. Yeah, I was right. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: Oh
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. We're gonna
0: need more wax.
1: All I know is from the uh, movie. Is that that painful? (laughs) (laughs) That's really painful. Wait, you have chest hair? (laughs)
0: Yes, I do. And I get it waxed once a month, (laughs) along with my mustache. Um, That's so
1: funny. My mind to me, what you said for your, I was thinking the movie Bridesmaids. Where they have that scene where they're trying on the wedding dress? Oh,
0: you, you think I poop myself every month? Extreme diarrhea? I was like, does Maggie have extreme
3: diarrhea situations? You should see a doctor about that, Maggie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a problem
1: by, by the way, <laughs> I bet your waxing hurts. <laughs> that would so
0: awful. And uh, she's going in the street.
1: Uh, <laughs> great movie. Oh, it's coming out like lava.
0: <laughs> 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 must be the third Wednesday of the month. Look away. Uh,
1: look away. Uh, <laughs> wait, one scene, question. <laughs> uh,
0: you think we could have been friends this long and I could have been hiding a secret? Yeah, uh,
1: where's Maggie go every break? Um, <laughs> Look away. <laughs> so, <laughs> Question. <laughs> Waxing, and I, I know from the 40 year old version movie, yeah. but does it hurt like a tattoo on.
0: I don't know. I've never had a tattoo, but. I have if...
1: a tattoo on Do like a Do you want to try
0: it? Because it hurts. That sounds like a bet. (laughs) (laughs) They kind of did this in the movie, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they did it on the chest. I was thinking more Brazilian.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You want to try it?
1: (laughs) No, I really,
0: (laughs) really (laughs) don't. I'm (laughs) going to tell you, it's not a pleasant way to spend 20 minutes.
1: No, 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 no. But it can't hurt like a tattoo. Then then, then the residual afterwards. Well, the
0: problem is uh, after it's fine, but it's just like uh, it's also not permanent. So you got to keep going.
2: Well, this... Ravens do has to do that too. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. I he's, making the- a, he's making it. He's making it a monthly, daily, weekly thing
0: until the Ravens win the Super Bowl. Was well, there more? Also,
2: well, real quickly on this too. Like,
0: yeah.
2: I like to commit. Well, I don't know if I like it, but I respect the commitment. It's a little easy to do it when you're talking about one of the best franchises in the NFL to say, "Oh, I'm gonna get a tattoo every until we win a Super Bowl." It's like, well, you've won a couple, yeah. in your lifetime. But he's picking something that's not
3: necessarily ideal either. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like, ideal, but like
0: It'd be better if he was like a if he was like a Cardinals fan. Yeah. It's like I'm getting three tattoos a year. Yeah. A
2: Cardinals not 12 fan. 12 Falcons. A year. Falcons fan. Say I'm getting a tattoo until we win a Super Bowl after yeah. Jets fan. Yeah you go. I <laughs> think you I think nothing. twice about it.
1: Falcons have that weak NFC South, a lot of turmoil on the coaches, you know, that'd be a dangerous spot. <laughs> they, they can run they can have eight wins a year and that's a lot of pain. also
0: when do you start running out of like body space and you gotta go to the face It's like, cool, Ravens beat the Bengals.
3: Good thing he was a Patriots fan. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: would be. Wow. Anyway.
3: Uh, Panthers owner David Tepper docked $300,000 yesterday for throwing a drink at Jaguar fans Sunday. Tepper, surprisingly showing next to no remorse in a statement, never really apologizing, and saying he should have gotten security involved to handle his victims instead. Georgia tight end Brock Bowers <laughs> has declared for the draft. He's a top 10 prospect. John Moran scored 26, including kind of dunking on Victor Webbanyama as the Grizzlies beat the Spurs 106 98. Shea Gilgis Alexander put 36 on the Celtics and the Thunders 127 123 win. And Steph Curry scored 36 to get the Warriors pass Goga Batazzi and the Magic 121-115. <laughs> Wait, uh, what was
0: the text that you got?
3: My friend, uh, my buddy Dan said that uh, that's
1: what you yell when you're stopped at a green light and the car ahead of you doesn't go. You
0: go, go, Batazzi! <laughs>
1: that's
2: why you asked me randomly who that was. I was like, why is he asking me about Gogo Batazzi?
0: Because he's now the, you know, patron saint oh. of the show. <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> yeah, you were getting the breakfast, EJ. You missed the whole Gogo Batazzi uh, uh, I had yeah, no idea it. what you guys... Yeah, I know. I came out of the break. You're like, you know Gogo Batazzi. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. Play 2K. I played with the magic we, and a uh, couple nights nice ago on 2K. What do you What do you want to know? That's how about we him? say
0: hello to each other now on the show. Go go Patazi. Go, go, it Patazzi. almost
2: sounds like yeah, like a
3: password or like
2: oh.
0: um,
3: starting a magic trick. Like yeah. you spin around, you're like Go go Patazi, and then yeah, like, like something appears. Abracadabra. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that oh, might be oh, what, Ash Ke- the what Ash Ketchum says. <laughs> when he throws a Pokemon ball out, and the Pokemon right, comes yeah. out.
0: Or yeah, like the the secret password like Fidelio from uh, Eyes Wide oh. Shut. Go,
1: go, <laughs> By the way, that not shock a shocker that, that Steph Curry hit a three over Gogo Batazzi. The second an Eastern European big man gets switched onto Steph Curry. It better be a three. That is lights out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steph Curry's made a career off Ex- of having Gogo Batazzi switch onto him. No, he destroys Jokic. <laughs> It's Steph Curry's whole game is get a big man out on me, then I'll just destroy him on the perimeter. Yeah, he he was Iron Go Go from the opening tip of that <laughs> I mean,
2: game. He saw him get off the bus and was like, "That's, that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. switch that Barbecue dude to me
3: and just go the other way." <laughs> uh, in case you didn't stay up late for the Mountain West show, at number thirteen, Colorado State I fought did. off New Mexico, seventy-six sixty-eight for a four-game win streak. Number fourteen, Duke dumped Syracuse, eighty-six sixty-six. And Pete didn't like the radio call of Caden Clark's game winner last night. Here's how the 40-foot-3 sounded on TV, or at least streaming on Peacock.
0: Davis, time winding down.
3: Are they going to get the ball up in time? Clark for the win! Yeah! Oh! yeah. She does
0: it time and time
3: again! Uh, that's Clark scoring 40 total to beat Michigan State, 76-73. Oh, cool. yeah. They got
1: a lot of credit for the little microphone near the net there because yeah, that was yeah. a great swoosh right there and she hit nothing but net from again 38
3: 39 feet just it is ridiculous. insane it's steph curry like
0: it's just funny though like you've got one job if you're michigan state
3: yeah and they almost she hit. can't get the ball and she didn't get it until they're like eight tenths left she just got it in time Man. and just got it in fact people were originally saying that it was late because the tv clock was off oh uh, okay um, and it got to zero before she released it, but the clock that counts on the basket clears day two-tenths out of her hand. To, no problem.
2: To defend Mich- Michigan State defensively There is a tie game. So while, yes, uh, a Kaylee Clark three is what she wants, I mean, you can't just say, I'm going to just just cover all of because she going right. blow right by you, and then there's a layup, or someone gets a layup wide right. open. It's a, trickier to cover her in that situation. You might True. take a 40-foot three compared right, to Right, you probably yeah, live with that. It. that yeah, in I minutes. know the it's a, a plan plan. Plan. Clark. Yeah.
0: Still, so it's like, uh, you know, you, you got to be sick if you're a Michigan State to lose that way. Because I, here's the one thing about Caitlin Clark, like, what, what's the future here? Like, what more is she going to keep topping this? Is this what? Oh could, yeah, you got one
2: championship.
1: That's that's, right? you that's no, I, I don't. I I, no, I actually gotta think gotta about it, I bet she goes out in the third round. And we don't even get this. I
2: mean that WNBA. Oh, I mean she syndrome. might. I'm saying, but like, if she wants to. How do you finish the story In a yeah. satisfying way She has to win a championship
1: Well I would think as, Or she goes
2: on to become A WNBA legend I think that's a satisfying ending No? I think I mean, she might do that satisfying. anyway Yeah I think that's likely quite frankly that's how awesome she is but I I mean I'm gonna keep it a buck Mm -hmm. right now your college career I think is way more memorable right now than your WNBA career is today now that may change in the years and the W has done an amazing job of moving the sport forward I love watching these games over the summer um the playoffs were awesome this year but right now like this is your prime earning potential wearing your Caitlin Clark this is your prime kind of eyeballs watching so yeah, you got to win a championship at this yeah, point. Yeah, but, I mean, she could arguably,
1: she elevated college basketball. She could elevate the WNBA. I think people are going to want to see her in the WNBA. She'll probably so, get exactly. high ratings to come in. And Maggie and said earlier, if she could get an Angel-Reese rivalry going, oh, my
3: God, it would be amazing. Between, kind of bird and magic.
0: Oh, definitely. Like, a rivalry with her and someone else. Angel-Reese seems like the obvious one, but wow, yeah. it's I, like, that would just be incredible. But
2: did Sabrina
3: Ganescu win a title? No, no. Remember, they had the COVID year. COVID. They, they were supposed to. So, like... I mean, I, did, did that hurt her? Because, I mean, she's as famous as anybody. No, and but, Caitlin
2: Clark is different, I think her different not having, than any player Oh, ever. I would push back. I think if Sabrina Ionescu had the final four run that Oregon was supposed to have, she would have been an even bigger star than she is now. I, no to, question. I, I think Caitlin Clark is a unicorn. I've always thought that she's just way different than any other star. I, I, I mean, too. I agree with that. But, like, I'm saying for Sabrina, I think not having that tournament – Really hurt her, and she's still done well. But
0: one of the things that got her, Sabrina, that is, onto the national consciousness and made her break through was obviously Kobe. Yes. I mean, Kobe and Gigi and May They Rest in Peace was th- that, that having that very public relationship, Kobe's sort of endorsing her, if you will, you know, I think really did a lot.
1: I, you know, this comes from the Dan Patrick show because we were big in Iowa. So we knew about Caitlin Clark as a freshman that everyone would call him from Iowa and say, we have the phenom. She's just way different than Sabrina Ionescu than any other superstar because she's Steph Curry. Yeah. She's just reinvented the game in a different way. Um, And I don't know if that's, I don't know if she's that good, though. That's the thing. Like, can she win a WMA title? Probably not,
2: Right. I don't she, know if she does. She has t- She'll I mean, be on a
0: better team, no yeah
2: offense. I mean, WNBA right now, you have a super team situation where you have it Vegas is, and New York has yeah. all yeah, the stars. Yeah, like, so is Caitlin Clark going to be able to break through that? I doubt it. you got to I mean, make your own
0: super team, just yeah, like the NBA.
2: Exactly. It takes another owner to decide they're going to invest in their team, and she's, all of a sudden they can have a team.
1: I think Caitlin Clark's also helped by she's at Iowa, who's not a powerhouse, so she knows she has to take the shot at, you know, EJ, you play, when you have the green light, oh my God, oh, you're just yeah. so confident. I think she was in the right spot. If she got to LSU, she never would have
2: had it. Well, I like mean, this. I'm looking at the box score. She took 23s in this game. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. And I mean, look, those are good shots for her. Like, she should take 23s probably. But, like, I don't know. Has Steph Curry took 23s in the NBA game before? Yeah. Like, if he has, he hasn't done it often. He did it at Davidson, though. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't think he did it at Davidson. I, I love Steph Curry. He's my, one of my favorite all time athletes. And I watched him a bunch of Davidson. Like, that's that. That's a light as bright as a green hour <laughs> green with a green yeah, yeah, lantern yeah. in terms yeah. of like
1: your your green light. If she'd gone to UConn or to LSU or a great school, she never would have had this career. She, had, she was in the right spot at the right time, I think.
0: But. Yeah. Bogus anything else? No, I'm good. Thank you very much. We got more to do, including the must-win game this weekend. We've got it for you next. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Must-win games all over the place this weekend. None bigger than for my Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins, which feels like kind of a sick joke after this type of season up and down for the Bills that they would be in a – basically you have to win and get in if you Mm. want to assure yourself to get to the playoffs. And not only that, if they win in Miami, they win the division or they could lose and miss the playoffs completely. It's like it's a sick It's a sick joke for us Bills fans.
1: Yeah, it's a great scenario, though. I mean, if you can't beat this Miami team with the injuries, then you don't deserve to be in the playoffs anyway, right?
0: I don't know if they deserve to be in anyway, even if they were to win. I mean, they barely beat the Chargers, barely beat the Patriots. This team is, besides that Cowboy win where Josh Allen did very little to the point where he said he felt like he uh, was on the group project, didn't do anything, and got an A. It's very odd. I think
1: your guys are... I I know EJ said this. You're overestimating how close the Patriots were to winning that game. I I didn't feel at any point like the Bills... Not when
0: they returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown? (laughs) Yes. Or when they mounted a comeback in the fourth quarter?
1: I don't know. I mean, come on. Did you really think the Bills were going to... Were you panicking about that game? they
0: were a 14-point favorite, and they ended up winning by a touchdown, and they felt they were lucky for that. Uh, Michael is in Las Vegas. Hey, Michael. How you doing?
2: Hi. I... I just wanted to, uh, no sports today. I just wanted to laugh at what per- Perloff said. He said, at least I think he said, nobody improves themselves.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have well, you ever improved yourself, Michael, with the New Year's <laughs> <laughs> resolutions or any kind of strategy? Not, but,
2: no, it remind me of the Seinfeld when const- when George says, and the kind of growth really irritates me.
0: <laughs> Michael, thank you for that. Yes, uh, I was lamenting New Year's resolutions. Perloff says uh, nobody believes in their resolutions, So why no. am I even shaking my fist at anyone for this? I, I like that we've kind of moved away from this all or nothingness, you know? It seems I... like the society more is about baby steps now.
1: I feel like you read this in Peter King's Com And think that everybody is thinking like this I've not heard one other person say Hey, I'm over with New Year's resolutions You think there's this popular movement out there To banish New Year's resolutions It's not out there
0: We're getting there, though With the power of this microphone <laughs> yeah, I will end New Year's resolutions forever I understand this is your cause
1: but, And it's a good it's one like Thanos. Yeah. Jesus.
0: You think that I would have something better to do with my time I Let's
1: don't. move New Year's resolutions to March That's Maggie's <laughs> Maggie's Guys, big cause
0: let's go All right, I'll get the petition. We can all start signing it. We'll get this thing right to the Senate floor. Uh, Let's do Aaron Rodgers.
1: What the f*** is Aaron Rodgers up to today?
0: It's getting weird over there. Rodgers land. This guy is deep into conspiracy theories. We know that. Some more dangerous than others. He's got one about the Super Bowl logo that apparently is making the rounds. The last two Super Bowl logos have conveniently also had the colors of the two teams who participated in the Super Bowl. What most people would call that is a coincidence. What Rodgers is alleging is this is a conspiracy because this year's logo has red and purple. So if the 49ers and the Ravens make it, Pearl Off, that means this was scripted by the NFL. Of course. So Rodgers said this about next year's logo.
1: If the Super Bowl... Is Baltimore and San Fran, and I will tell you what—that Super Bowl Fifty Nine emblem better have jet green on it because I know you've seen that one, Connor. That's a real interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's not get into that today.
2: What are we talking about? What, what happened? What's uh, the jet Fifty Nine? What you just tied the Ravens and the Niners? Don't worry. In the Super Bowl Fifty Nine, into something. But not you know? like well, the just logos, look at the colors, team colors that have been in look the at the colors Super Bowl.
0: I got to. We got to get this guy healthy and off the internet.
1: Well,
2: and Aaron
0: Rodgers is down every wormhole and rabbit hole imaginable.
2: Well, I think
1: the the McAfee guys. First of all, McAfee had no idea what he was talking about. But the McAfee guys, of course, we've seen this. We talked about this logo theory on the show. People, this is not a mystery to anybody. But here is my question: Is Aaron Rodgers saying that kind of ironically because the color thing on the logos has been a thing for two years now?
0: I, I mean, I, it's
1: not a real. He's like kind of saying, "Oh, look at this." He's joking, right?
0: I. Or does he really so. believe
1: that it's scripted?
0: You know, I can't tell anymore with Rogers. Like, where does the, the actual believing stop and the winking end? Because some of the <laughs> stuff he's question. saying at the end of these, he said yesterday at the end, he's saying some crazy stuff in these interviews. Crazy stuff now. And it might get him in trouble if he keeps alleging certain things about Jimmy Kimmel and otherwise. I mean...
1: Well, that dangerous is dangerous
0: territory here talking about Jeffrey I think that's Epstein. a lot different. It's wild. I
1: think the Jimmy Kimmel thing is a lot different than because that's very specific and that's a real person. Yeah. People have been joking about this Super Bowl. Like, he can't possibly take this seriously.
0: Here's my question about Rodgers, right? So, I know he's not married. He doesn't have kids that we know yeah. about, right? So, that in general <laughs> will give you some extra time on your hands.
1: Throwing a little suspicion out there. <laughs> I'm
0: just saying. Yeah, <laughs> he, okay. He has no kids. I can't say confidently, but he doesn't have any kids we know about and he's not married. So he's got a little extra time on his hands. He's got so much time on his hands, yeah. though. I I would think being a rich and famous athlete, you'd have more to do than be this extremely online as he is. Whatever.
1: LeBron is doing more radio producing. Than, LeBron is online all the time, too. He weighs in on everything, and it's great.
0: I guess, but do you think LeBron is going to be into all these conspiracy theories and then talking about them?
1: Not on, not on air. No, you're right, but like I do the think. But there's a big stuff chunk. Like I, I I was on lunch from jury duty yesterday. I watched almost the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. He is basically Dan Orlovsky. That guy is ready to opine on every. He should be on ESPN's NFL show. The dude's ready on every topic. Breaks it all down, and he's very good analyst with a little bit of kook. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a little bit. A little.
1: No, I mean, if you watched that interview, you could not come away from it and say, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers sounds crazy," because. He had, like, these very logical, normal, middle-of-the-road explanations oh, on several football topics.
0: Yes, on the sports stuff. And then you go a li- color a little bit outside the lines, and yeah, man.
2: Al- alphabet gangsters. But yeah, he's he's
1: so bored on that McAfee show, he's trying to get the guys to—he's trying to get a raise out of the guys. And you heard sure. McAfee say, McAfee said, oh, we're not going to do that now. It's like, oh, here's Aaron trying to stir the pot. It's just like, you have that friend, don't oh. you, where you're sitting around at dinner and he's like, hey, did you hear that conspiracy theory?
0: Not really, but... <laughs> we have a
1: boss who will do that in two seconds. That is seconds. true. You can do that
0: with our <laughs> boss. But he also mentioned one other thing in that interview, is that he is going to be doing more psychedelic drugs this offseason. Awesome. So the whole reason why WTF Aaron Rodgers was born in the first place gets a whole new makeover this summer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great if you added more things besides ayahuasca to the mix.
0: Let's go. See what comes out. He said maybe Mesplin, We're not sure. Could be anything. Thank you, EJ Stewart. Thank you, Pete Pilotti. Thank you to Andrew Kaplan, Andrew Bogish. Weedos, coffee drinkers, callers. We love you.